Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mark Groves Podcast, coming at you with a solo episode where I just bring you some of the things that are going through my mind, going through my experience. I have to tell you, I've been a little more afraid to share the truths that are pouring through me, um, which I tell you that because I think it's pretty normal to be afraid to share with all of you, all of your thoughts, all of your feelings. And that really comes from the fear of not being accepted or loved and the possibility of being judged for what you say, think, and feel, which I think speaks a lot to the culture that we have to just being a human in this experience that if your view differs from someone else's or if you are self-expressed or you want to self-express, our fear of being rejected actually curtails our expression. And so we don't feel safe in the world. We don't feel safe in a world where we believe that it restricts our ability to say how we feel and who we truly are. And, you know, I recognize the privilege of the space that I live in as a straight white male who lives in Canada, that it's about the most privileged space for me to share how I feel and what I'm thinking and what's going on for me. And to not do that is to not give some expression and to use the privilege that I've been born into to help normalize, equalize in whatever best way I can. I don't even know. Obviously, that's not just, that's not something I can do by myself and I don't begin to think it is. So don't worry about that. I'm just, have been experiencing a lot of sadness and um, anger sadness for the state of the world and the losses that people are experiencing, the immense amount of uncertainty that is occurring with COVID. And I have to speak frankly with you as someone who is quite data-driven and research-based, when I step outside of the mainstream narrative about what's occurring right now, I am left in disbelief at the amount of misinformation that is being given to everybody from our mainstream media. I don't watch the news for the most part because I find the news and I find our trust with our news outlets to be misguided in a lot of ways. I also, I'm not, you know, this, I want to speak to this. The word conspiracy theorist, it automatically minimizes any possible view of something else being true. You know, obviously there are some, and I don't mean this as a judgment, there's some thoughts or theories that are so far out there that I can't get to them. I get it. And we would, there's such a range of possibilities of narratives. But what I find so true about our society and our culture today and who we are, that we cannot even be open to the possibility that something our government or our media has told us is true, that it might be wrong. And I think this is actually a demonstration of our struggles in relationship. We cannot hold the possibility that we're wrong. We cannot be open to the possibility that our partner's story or whoever we're in conflict with, that their world and their view and their experience is different and they might actually know something more than us or different than us or have a different perspective. And that makes me sad. It makes me sad and it makes me angry. 
because it's our limitation that I'm frustrated by. And the fact that we just believe that our government always has our best interests in mind. I'm watching us, and I'm not saying go out and pick it and use, you know, like those voice horns or whatever, megaphones, to go pick it. But your liberties are literally being taken away. We are shaming people who are going out and fighting for those rights. You know, I see people on social media taking pictures of other people walking down the street, not knowing if they're best friends or roommates or family or anything, trying to shame these people for not obeying social distancing rules. I do want to add the caveat that whatever your belief is about this, I respect it. And because I don't actually believe, I don't hear something and automatically go, that's a fact. Because I've learned throughout my life that the things I was told were true were often not the things that we said, this is absolutely the way it is. And we do this with religion, we do this with science, and then a new study comes out and it disproves that science. And that's science is an art. It's an ever-evolving art. And measurements change over time and we can measure things differently and do things differently. We have to remember that there are systems that are in play with each other, that support each other, that reinforce deception, that reinforce things not being what we're told. And that sounds conspiracy, like I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I'm not. You do not have to look back very far in history. You don't have to look back far at all to see that governments lie to us. And I don't say this to make you scared or to make, I say it to wake you up. Can you fucking hold that truth and not just shut down and make it some other bullshit? Because it's the same ability to sit across from someone who sees the world differently than you, who's your partner. Can you? Because gosh, I am afraid of what this world could become if all our liberties are taken away. I don't even have to agree with what people are saying on social media, but uh, that people taking pictures and trying to shame people for being together when they don't even know their fucking story. It makes me see like we're becoming policing each other. We're becoming these authoritarians of each other. We're terrified. That's where that comes from. We're afraid of our own mortality. And so we try to control the environment outside of us. Now, obviously there's something actually occurring right now. You know, people are getting sick and all that. I'm not denying that. There's something going on. And I believe that we should be taking care of each other and showing up as community and honoring each other and protecting each other. People who are immune compromised, people who are high risk, are elderly. We as a culture don't tend to have a high level of respect for our elderly like we inherited what we were supposed to is look at them for wisdom and knowledge. And so there is very much, I want to speak to that realness of what's occurring. And gosh, my heart breaks for the people who have lost their jobs, the businesses that are closing, that are the vibrancy of the neighborhoods, that community, that community, that hanging out with your friends, having dinner with people you love, touch, physical touch, hugging, all of these things. I am scared to see the data that comes out on the mental health ramifications of what's happened. People aren't really saying this, but I want to say this, which is I would not be shocked. And I'm afraid to say this. This tells you how scary the judgments of the world are. 
I would not be shocked if more people die from overdose, suicide, and just the long-term stress ramifications of what's occurring than from the coronavirus. <sighs> That's scary to tell you that I think that, but I do. And I'm open to that being wrong, but I'm afraid. It's not that I think it's actually true. I'm just afraid that it's true. I'm afraid. And my heart is broken for so many people because I'm blessed that my business is not a brick and mortar business. But I got to tell you, I am trying to dump money into businesses near me, people who need it, trying to share and build community and support one another. This is the most important thing we can do right now. Reach out to people who you even might think are doing good because maybe they're not, you know, and, and really checking in with each other. And if you do have extra money right now, being able to support each other, being able to share, being able to give, I know that this is an invitation to so many deep truths being paid attention to that there's a lot of, um, there was a great essay written called The Coronation by Charles Eisenstein. I hope that I said that right. And in it, he talked about how we're addicted to normalcy. We're addicted to normalcy. We're, we, we aren't paying attention because we are going about life in such mundane ways, waking up, go Groundhog Day, same behavior, same path to work, same everything. And this is waking us up to that, that we have forgotten to pay attention. And this happens when breakups occur. This happens when our partners say, I don't love you anymore. This happens when we forget. We forget that we have a story and we have passions and we have a life that we wanted to live and we had dreams. And then we got caught away in life's everyday mundane nuances. And we forgot about freedom. We forgot about the privilege it is to be able to share what you think and how you feel. We forgot about hugs, how valuable they are. We forgot about love and communication and such a blessing it is to have a heartbeat and to look at a tree and to watch a butterfly and to hear the birds and to be amongst them. We've forgotten about those things. And I really hope that through this experience, we are invited back to the importance of community, that we are invited back to the importance of each special moment. They pass without even thinking, don't they? Relationships, months go by. We don't think about it. We forget to just breathe and look in each other's eyes. And just have that gratitude. It's such a gift to be able to have these conversations and to say these things and to be able to inquire about these things. And I hope that through this experience, you are being woken up. You're being brought more alive. You're being... You're asking yourself, what have I left on the table? What have I left on the table? What dreams have I not lived? What conversations have I not had? There's a quote that is, uh, I forget who wrote it, but it says, the trouble is you think you have time. I've been thinking a lot about mortality. I mean, in the last year, but I'd say, especially in the last month since all this has occurred. Because, I, you know, as I said before in a previous episode, I, I really believe that's what's happening is we're being brought face to face with the uncertainty of life, the uncertainty 
of our own existence personally and as a species. We're only a couple buttons away from a couple fucking crazy people blowing us up. And isn't it interesting to think of what we call our governments and our leaders that we put that power in their hands, that we allow corporations to change our foods and give us shit. And then that shitty food and the shitty traumas and experiences of the systems that keep all this shit going, the celebration of narcissism and capitalism, because ultimately capitalistic success will come from a lack of empathy and care for other people around you and our planet. We don't give a fuck about our planet. We just take from it. We deplete it. We just take, take, take. We're in a fucking takey culture and corporate greed. And we just have forgotten so much about respect for nature, respect for each other, respect for each other's views, respect for each other's skin color, gender orientation, all that stuff. All the intersections that matter so much. And so how do we break free from this? How do we change How do we get our sovereignty back and our world back? And how do we protect the people we love? How do we honor what's occurring? How do we hold two truths at once that are opposing? Like, can you bring in information that may make your very solid identity the thing you cling to most? Can you hear it and hold it and also hold the possibility that you're wrong? But maybe not think of it as you're wrong, but that your views, your opinions, and your identity are always moving and changing as you get more information. What happens if you just held the possibility? Because I'm not saying any of this is true. I want you to know I'm not telling you that I have a certain this is true and this is the way it is. I'm saying I'm open to all possibilities being true because all are true right now. And that is we got to protect people. We also might be hurting more people through how we're protecting people, and that is only a gift through hindsight. I recognize that. That the way that we've shaped this world has put anyone who's not a straight white male in some place of disadvantage, and there's many layers to that and levels to that. And that, as someone who has the immense amount of privilege of being in that top spot, can you step out of it? Can you take the shame that would come from the inherent idea that you have taken advantage and benefited from a system? Can you then be part of that system's dismantling? Can you? Because that's the same thing as learning emotional fluency as a male when you are taught not to be emotionally fluent. That's the same thing as giving space for other people's thoughts, beliefs, and possibilities, and knowing that they're true to This is everything. This is relationship. And although I'm scared and angry at what has occurred and how many people are being hurt and not considered and thought of, that pain has always existed in this world. I'm just more face-to-face with it. I am constantly in awe of how much myself, but I want to speak to the general experience how much information we exclude from noticing 
how much our brain says that's not valuable info, so I'll just ignore it. And this is confirmation bias, that we seek information that reinforces beliefs we have and thoughts we have, and we disregard or automatically put in conspiracy theorist box because it immediately minimizes the other person. This is, that's gaslighting in essence, which, hey, you might believe that there are some bullshit beliefs out there, but they might believe the same thing about you. And what I find interesting is we often believe that we are the holder of the truer fact, no matter what side we're on. No, I have access to the most. I follow the world's experts on this. And the other person goes, well, I follow the world's experts. And the media narrative says this. Can you believe, like free speech was about sharing any opinion, even if it didn't match what a government said or the WHO said or the CDC said or what the, media, the, the news outlet said. That actually was the point of fucking free speech. And I can't believe how much censorship is occurring in any video that speaks to a different point of view. Again, it doesn't mean I agree with them. I don't agree with them. Not all of them, at least. But I agree with the right to see things differently. I agree with the right to speak up to things that are different than the mainstream media view and the mainstream government view. And isn't it interesting that the people who tend to be at the top positions and most powerful positions in the world tend to be the people who gaslight the most, you know, who have the least amount of consideration truly for other people. Because, you know, you think about our political systems and, and you think about them and you realize that political systems are ultimately series of families that go through political positions and the systems themselves are reinforced by the wealthy and influence and lobbying and all those things. And those th systems are in bed with corporations because the people who own the corporations are the wealthy families who also have influence on the government and the back pockets of those people gets padded through even legit ways through stock purchases, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, everyone finds a path to give a shady donation to things. And let's be honest, it's not, <laughs> we all know this to be true. I'm not saying anything that anyone doesn't already know to be true. And so our systems are set up to benefit generally the people who already benefit from the system. That just makes fucking sense, right? Because the system is designed to reinforce itself. So I hope that as all this occurs and we are reminded of the delicious plethora of experience of life, the range of feelings, the fear that we're all experiencing of, of loss, of not being here, of we can't control if we think we cannot control if we're going to get an illness or something like that. We have an immense amount of fear when we believe that we are possibly going to get sick from something we can't see. And so that causes us to, as I said earlier, try to over-control things. But what I really want you to do is to come face-to-face -face with what it would mean to be gone. I don't say this to be dark or dreary. I say it to confront the truth of your mortality. And then to ask you, there is no time that you're going to be closer to what it could feel like. 
but then to actually check in with the realities. And we all have different ranges of risk in terms of our health and our experiences in life and all those things. So I'm being mindful of that. But to actually look at the facts of the data that's being experienced and the different sides of science that you can learn from. We have an experience as humans where we take shortcuts by trusting in certain people and things so we don't have to do the research and get to know and learn. This is your time when you have to take responsibility for your own knowledge and the position that you take. Don't just adopt the opinions of other people. Don't just believe what you're told. Don't just hold the truth because someone else does. Be your own person. Gather, Decide for yourself. This is a matter of self-trust. And again, I don't care what position you take. I just care that you educate yourself about the position you take. And I care that you're open to the possibilities of other people's thoughts, beliefs, and feelings because that's how harmony occurs in the world. That's how harmony occurs in yourself when you can hold someone else's thought, belief, and feeling and without judgment, just allow it to exist and it not mean anything about them. Look at all the political divisiveness we have. Look at all the religious divisiveness we have. And that's because we can't hold compassion within ourselves for many different views. And so we can't hold it outside ourselves without getting scared and terrified and then clinging tighter to the narrow, myopic view we have. So this is another invitation to wake up more fully, to notice more fully. What have I forgotten? Who have I forgotten? Who do I trust? Why do I trust them? What information makes me feel, what stuff in my life makes me feel heavy? What makes me feel light? What am I anxious about? What am I uncertain about? What do I love? What brings me joy? What is my soul telling me to do with my life? How is my voice being asked to be shared? All of these things are big, big questions. And I really think to myself that it is our duty as part of our dance in evolution with each other in the systems that work together synergistically. That's how the universe works. There's no energy lost, no energy gained. If you think about what your job is, not literal job nine to five, I mean, what is being asked of you? What call are you ignoring? What feeling do you have that has been gnawing at you? You don't have time. And we need you in your fullest self-expression. We need you as your fullest, most authentic self. We need you in your channel of genius. We need you there. Because when you're there, it shifts the world there and invites other people to go there. And that's why, although I'm afraid to have this conversation and to share it, I know that I must go to the edge of my fears always. I must. I didn't get the privilege of building a platform and having a voice to hide it. It would be so unfair of me to ask you to use yours if I don't use mine, especially in the amend, especially in the immense amount of privilege that mine has been born with. I recognize that. And I honor you. I honor you for showing up and doing this work. Gosh, we're all cracking deeper, more open. But what a beautiful thing it is to know that we've lived lives where we are feeling it all and loving it all. And I got to tell you, 
I've said this before, I did not come to this planet to fuck around. I did not get this life to fuck around. Let's eat everything on our plate. Let's go all out. Let's be all of ourselves. Let's fight for the freedom to do that. Isn't it crazy to live in a world where we, you know, supposedly have the freedom to be fully self-expressed depending where you live in the world, of course, too. And yet when we don't, that is privilege in action. So I leave you with that. Sending you so much love and so much care and so much safety wishes to you wherever you're at. Have a wonderful day.